0: just to, just to rile people up, they're gonna drop black uniforms, black alternates. This is uh Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is uh this is gonna be really something. And they dropped it at three oh one, man. They waited for us. They're like, look, afternoon rush starts at three. They're gonna do some uh you know commercials, some lead in, run some spots, um and then uh, they'll be here to talk about it. So appreciate, appreciate it. Shout that. out to uh everybody over at OU football. Um, for, for thinking of us uh, on that, and goodness gracious, the, the, they're going to burn it down. Yeah. I don't want to go to the message boards. Yeah,
1: um, uh, or the text line for that matter. But we'll do them, like them, love them, hate them, text line. Let's, let's hear it. And to try and explain what these uh, uniforms look like, this is where you really need Toby on right now, right? Because he's used to giving uh, what the uniforms look like uh, right before kickoff during the game. Uh, But to do my best, it basically looks like a black uniform with very shiny uh, red numbers on it. I mean, is there... Yeah,
0: almost like textured.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Textured type red numbers with the the outline of the state of Oklahoma in black on a red striped sleeve. With the state of Oklahoma Um, in on
1: that in black, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, <laughs> hey, hey, here you yeah. go hey, Here you hey, go. We're going.
0: Hey, we're going we're, we're going uh, just on edge and that's what I tell you what you heard uh, obviously the uh, um, the Venables clip, for, fl- clip from the Rudy show um, about you know what? if uh, if you're not here, I want you gone. I'll you know I'll escort you out. you know don't, you don't have to come to any more practices. Um, you know, if you're not gonna do this that or the other, and I don't want you gone. I don't want anybody sabotaging what we're trying to do here. So if you're either a coach or a player, I've told them all, they can get out if they want, and then they drop the black alternates. And it's almost like he's daring you. Like, oh, okay. It's almost like that speech. I mean, Tyler, you know what I'm referring to. Um, hopefully, do we do we have audio of it? We might we might play it this show at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure, but, I'm sure we do. But somewhere. it's almost like he was talking to the fans a little bit too. Yeah. You know uh, what I
1: mean? Yeah, wow, okay. All right, here we are. If, if things couldn't get interesting enough, you just throw a – New uniform in the in the mix, and it's even more interesting. I, and, and here's the deal with this video. It's hard to tell if they're black or if they're anthracite. And there's someone on the, yeah, text, the text line saying
0: anthracite. Yeah,
1: and, and that would make sense because, what, basketball has anthracite, uh, softball man, has they're anthracite. They're really dark in this
0: video. Yeah,
1: and, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Hey, hey, maybe some people will at least think that they're better than the previous Alternate uniforms, but I, I wonder if these. I'm going to guess these are here to stay, and I wonder if these uniforms are going to replace the bring the uh, bring the wood uniforms that we've seen now for close to a decade. This is interesting, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just. Uh, I mean, I like it. I, I, I like the, especially. I mean, they clearly did this with a, with a thought of honoring the past honoring a specific person like have Caleb Kelly kind of narrating and walking through old footage of why they landed on this I I, I, I think this is the right way to go about it because what's the what's the main argument about alternates Tyler it's well we're tradition we've got too much tradition to do alternates you know um, you know nothing's better than, than this side or the other well yeah um, but like Oregon doing new uniforms. Or Oklahoma State doing a new uniform or something like that. Like, none of them were, were issuing massive videos, naming the jersey after somebody and saying, you know, this is to honor this or to honor honor that and, and brings out all the footage. It was just like, oh, we think silver looks really good with yellow and green and this different and white. You know what I mean? Like, at least they've taken an approach that I think will appease a lot of the fan base that has to, that has the gripe of tradition.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, and I think that this is what you're saying, and it's right. Uh, if you're going to go with the anthracite uniforms, which people say that's not OU's colors, calling it the uh, Brentisco- uh, Prentice Scott Unity uniform is, is a smart way to go about it. And, and it's a cool homage to Prentice Scott, who was the first black football player at OU, who uh, wore number 38 from 1956 to 1959. I-, I know most people know their OU football history. I just wanted to pass that along of exactly who Prentice Scott right. is um, before we get too deep into this thing. But these uniforms uh, are honoring him, so <laughs> here we go. Hey, if you, uh, if you win in these things on Saturday, if you finally win a football game, if you snap a three-game losing streak, if you beat a top-20 team nationally – I don't know what the Never opinions on these things. Again. Yeah, maybe the Prentice got jerseys or are, are, are to stay.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you what, though. Speaking of jerseys, and i don't want to get I don't want to get too um, you know off the beaten path here. But do you see that Tennessee and Alabama got approved to do color rush?
1: Was okay. I saw that tweet. That wasn't a joke. That that's actually a real thing because Bama uh, Bama doesn't really ever wear red pants. So I thought that was a joke.
0: Well, and I'm not sure if it's full-blown color rush, but I think it might be color on color. Like that's how that, that's kind of what I thought it might be as opposed to full-blown reds, full-blown oranges. They might just both be doing white pants or something like that with red tops versus orange. I'm just a big I'm a big fan of, you know, the the primary color on the primary color. You know what I mean? I always think that looks pretty sharp. So
1: Parker just texted and said, uh, the, re- the red Rough Rider jerseys and the white Rough Rider helmets are getting scrapped for good. Cream tops and crimson helmets are the only Rough Rider combo that could even potentially be utilized in the future, to my understanding. And that's what's interesting about these, um, what we're going to call them anthracite uniforms now, is there was no sign of a helmet in this uh, video reveal. There was no sign of them well, at all. So, which helmet do you wear with these? I don't. I, I, I don't
0: know. I guess we're, we're probably just not wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, that's all right. <laughs> Bring back the yeah, toughness I mean. is what people will say <laughs> with that. That's right. Make them make leather helmets. Let's go. No, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, apparently in the video, Caleb Kelly says black anthracite. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how they look. I'm kind of surprised that, I mean, the video seems to be well done. I'll, 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 I'll get more into it on a deeper dive during the break. But um, I'm surprised, at least to my knowledge, Tyler, I'm not seeing anything that shows, like, a player, usually when you you know, unleash a new or unveil a new, new uniform like they do in the Army-Navy game, like they have multiple views of it on a player with the helmet, with the pants, with the gloves, you know, the full uniform combination um, and that's how they announce it. It looks like in this video they just they just show the they just show the top of the yeah. uniform.
1: Uh, Parker's saying that the helmet is anthracite with a chromish type of grill. So um, this is uh, going to be a different looking OU football team than you've ever seen in your entire life. I mean, they they look different with the Rough Rider alternate uniforms, but this is going to be the most unique look in. Probably school history, Travis. And I'm wondering how people are going to deal with that. I mean, I I could get to some text here to give you and some people an idea. Um, Donors will be disgusted. You've got, um, let's see, I don't care if they play in rainbow tie-dye as long as they get a win. We've got people saying, I love the uniforms. If there was ever time for unity, it's now. Uh, The uniforms look like Ohio State's alternates. The uniforms might be a way to boost morale and rally the team together. So badass. I love these colors. Let's go, baby. So we've got some well, we've that are – We've got some are, big
0: visitors in town. Yeah, some are uh, very, very – you know,
1: ups- It's like anything else, Travis. Everyone is either really, really upset about this or everyone really, really loves this and thinks it comes at a great time. And there's no one really in between
0: on this one. I'll tell you what, it's – I'm seeing a lot more – Positivity towards it than I'm seeing negativity, um, which I find interesting, Tyler. Because it's been it's been a cloudy three weeks, uh, you know. So it would be very easy, and maybe they think this is going to turn it around, you know. But it would be very easy for a fan base that's probably not in the best of moods the last three weeks. We could say um, not a lot of momentum, probably not a lot of confidence. Um, like to to have this. It's kind of risky, you know, having something as controversial as alternates drop it when you when you've lost three straight and you're starting to you know get get some 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 fed up fans. you drop something controversial and it seems like it's well received that that's a win right there
1: uh people are saying that they just dropped another video or at least a, uh, a, a another picture of the of the of the uniforms. I'm seeing one right now, and they do kind of look like Ohio State. Helmets, I mean, clearly the anthracite gray is a little bit darker than what uh, Ohio State has. Um, But, yeah, you've got an anthracite helmet, the red OU logo on the side outlined in white. You've got the uh, large red stripe going down the middle. It has Unity on the front of the helmet. And like Parker said, yeah, there's that chrome face mask uh, across the front of it as well.
0: That looks pretty sharp, (laughs) Tyler. I like that look.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah. no, I, I, I. okay, I'll say this. I, I definitely like it better than the previous alternate uniforms. It was pretty out there. Right. I didn't love the Rough Rider uniforms, so I, uh, I can get down with these compared to what they've been wearing in the past. It's yeah, just, and we
0: knew Anthracite was coming, I and mean, we, we, yeah, yeah. we had talked about that, I believe, pre-K State. Did we not, Tyler?
1: Um, I, I heard about it for the first time in 2020, man that maybe even the plan to do it was way back in 2020, but with COVID going on, there were some shortages and, you know, some some time issues on how they could get them out, and they wore the black stripe uh, across the helmet uh, that game. But I, I've been hearing right. about it for about two years now, and finally, here we go, man. This this, <laughs> this is happening. This is I'll tell happening. you what,
0: they better play well in them. I mean, that's all I got to say. Yeah. They better play well in them or else, you know, they'll get – They'll get the treatment like like a lot of others have gotten, right? it's. I was talking about this with Tyler Cofer um, during the TCU game. Um, it was – obviously Tyler Cofer does a lot of the, um, you know, game day production. Um, so, you know, he, he goes to other games and looks around, sees what other schools are doing, maybe gets ideas. And uh, one of the things that we pointed out at TCU, uh, the kind of student leader had a PA, mic, and he was actually – he was actually kind of directing the student section and chants and things like that from the front row of the student section, and it tied into the speakers behind the student section. I thought that was pretty slick. But one thing is that stood out to me is it was like it was like "Don't Stop Believing" or something like that, and like they they did a sing along kind of like third quarter, fourth quarter thing, like like it's kind of common. And they were at they were loving it. You would you would I mean. You can imagine the, the atmosphere of how happy they were that they were blowing out Oklahoma. Now, I think so much of that has to do with the fact, obviously, that they were winning. They loved the song and it hit hard because they were winning. If they would have been beaten, getting beat by 40, they would have hated it. So with that, and same thing would have happened to us. Like the Phil Collins, everybody blamed the Phil Collins for the loss against Kansas State. Well, I bet if we were winning by three touchdowns, everybody would have enjoyed it more. But everybody was in a bad mood to start the fourth quarter. Because uh, we were down, so uh, I say all that to say, if we don't play well in these, they will be blamed, and the next time they're announced, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, Tiger Rube's saying that he's saying, uh, you know, don't mind the new alternate uniforms, like them, but don't blank the bed this weekend. That's kind of sums it up. Uh, Sooner Celtic says, let's blank and go. New start this weekend. Uh, people are using uh, expletives today. They're so get, happy uh, or what, uh, moved by this new uniform. Like, about 40% of the texts that are rolling in, I can't even read all of them because there's an, uh, there's an F-bomb in there somewhere. This one says... Man, it's uh, not, e-
0: not even a not even, uh, text line after dark or anything. This is, 3 o'clock. this is 3 o'clock on a Wednesday. Of course
1: you're seeing the positive comments on the text line. The olds can't text. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like the story oh, of the funny. uniforms, but I just like the traditional uniforms. Hey, th- this should not change anyone's opinion. Nope, actually, I'm not yeah, telling you how nothing to think. wrong with that. The all white uniforms are still the best look. I that I mean that this does not change my yeah. opinion whatsoever. But you're on- you're honoring Prentice Scott with these uniforms. I think that's a uh, that's a pretty cool story here. So
0: no, that's it's no that's fantastic. And 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 from a PR perspective. This was extremely well done, extremely well done. So, so shout out, uh, shout out to uh, OU football man. It seems like they got it right. And and here's the thing, it does feel like there's a little shift, doesn't it, Tyler? It's, I I, I wrote about it in my two four seven speech about the, the kind of the youth movement. Um, it's you know the season's goals are largely gone, right? You're not going to the culture ball playoff. You're not winning the Big Twelve. The goal now is just to improve, and. You know, you got to get some young guys in there. Uh, you know, late in the game, a guy that really stood out on a, on a rewatch, and I can't believe I even rewatched that game, but on a rewatch was was Kip Lewis. I was I was shocked to even see him in there personally, uh, because I knew he was I knew he was red and I get he's got four games. I knew he was red but Kip Lewis did some nice things. Uh, you know, he, he 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 identifies the play quickly. He he got through the hole. He he almost caught up to a running back once. And then again, he identified it, got through uh, the offensive line, and him and Robert Spears Jennings combined for a tackle for a loss. So um, what I like to see about that is the mental side of things is usually what holds down freshmen. Uh, it's usually not the body part really under Schmidt, It's not the body part. I mean, you see guys like Jaron Kennack and all these guys that are physically ready to go. Javante Barnes is physically ready to go. Uh, but it's all about the mental aspect. And if he's identifying that early, um, let's get the rest of these young guys in here, and maybe not go a full eleven-man freshman defense. But let's get some let's get some new blood in there, and get them to start develop. Look forward to 2023.
1: Yeah, you no, know, I, I think most OU fans, going back to the uniforms real quick before we hit a break. Um, I, I yeah. think pretty much everyone has heard of Prentice Scott and and knew that he was the first black football player at OU from '56 to '59. But just reading a little bit more about him throughout this segment in, in trying to share some more stories about his legacy at OU. Um, I'm reading something here, which is pretty cool. I guess former uh, former OU coach Bud Wilkinson, he was pressured against giving uh, Prentice Scott a scholarship. So a group of black doctors and pharmacists gave him money to attend OU, but within a year, uh, Bud Wilkinson gave Prentice Scott that scholarship and then he donated money to another black student. So that's, that's really cool. He became a two-time All-Big Eight player. His senior year, he was named to the academic All-American team. So if you were going to uh, honor a uniform with uh, any former Sooner, Prentice Scott was a, a pretty good place to start for sure. 405-651-3439. Oh, we know you got opinions. Oh, we know you got opinions. And we'll try to get to as many as we can coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. It is the Homeless Sooner fans. It is the Rush, live on the ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans. Hey, we got a football game to pay attention to on Saturday. OU's got a three-game losing streak. They're going to try to snap that against 19th-ranked Kansas on Saturday. Uh, but I guess the big story, at least for right now, is OU's got some new alternate uniforms that they're going to wear on Saturday. Caleb Kelly, who is a obviously a former player and the director of Soul Mission, he had uh, this quote on the new unveiling of the uniforms. We wanted to honor Prentice Gott for being the first African-American scholarship football player here. He stood for unity. He stood for doing things the right way. He stood for making sure that you handled academics and football He was one of the founding fathers who made Oklahoma football what it is and gave all of the African-American players who have come through OU that opportunity. Again, that's from uh, Caleb Kelly. And now we've seen a, a few different pictures of what these anthracite uniforms look like, and they all say Unity on the back. What are the chances that the players' last names won't be on the back of the jersey and it'll say Unity instead?
0: Um... I, I personally think they go with player names, but you know, it, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked uh, if they came out with unity, which of course would show more unity. Of course, um, I don't know. What do you think? I think they go with player names. I, I think uh, they probably
1: go with player names as well. Um, just you know, they they are called the unity uniforms, and they said unity across the back. But I'm guessing that they probably go with player. names. But if names you had
0: there. to pick a word. You know that would suggest that they only use one word to put on the back. It would be unity. Wouldn't but, be, it? Wouldn't yeah, be win that,
1: since they need one so no, bad on Saturday.
0: Yeah, right. I tell you what. That's that's what I'm saying. Wear where whatever. Just go win. Um, there there are some, there are some people already on the replies that are saying, "Really, this is what we're folks. This is what we have the personnel focusing on. No wonder we're getting embarrassed on the field. Let me be the first to tell you all that." Ted Roof, Jeff Lebby, and Brent Venables haven't been staying up at night designing these uniforms together. Well, I, I, I promise you.
1: This is from Aaron in Broken Arrow. Love the new alternate uniforms and the thought process behind the design. May also appeal to the younger generation slash recruits, which couldn't hurt. I'll say this, Travis. I've never been a huge believer in alternate uniforms getting you a recruit. I, I, I guess it's just hard for me to believe that a – Recruit will pick you solely or heavily because of the types of uniforms that you wear. But am I being an old on this? Like, are are these new alternate uniforms really going to help OU in recruiting all that much?
0: Well, I I do think that uh, um, there's something to be said for this generation of recruits enjoying so much content. Uh, I was told this by somebody in uh, recruiting department a couple of years ago. It was. It was interesting because in in the past, when everything leaned towards, you know, well, where, where are my class is going to be, where where am I going to eat, where am I going to do all this, it seemed like the kids now just want more content for their social media more than anything. They want to be a brand and all this kind of stuff. And I get that, you know, that rubs some people the wrong way. But unfortunately, it's 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 all kids. It's not just the kids that you know kids we don't want because they want to picture themselves in your uniform. Uh, it's it's all the kids. There's a reason that the party in the palace they wore those all reds, and people were loving it. I mean, the recruits absolutely fell in love with them. Um, they actually made it. I think there's a couple kids that have their profile picture now um, as the all red uniforms. So in a world, Tyler, that's driven by content, um, especially at their age, I do think that at least a, maybe not one specific uniforms like oh man, this is this is really cool, but just the Just the understanding that they are looking to be creative and forward-thinking while also honoring tradition and things like that. I think it speaks to more of the willingness to do an alternate than it is the alternate itself.
1: Uh, By the way, text line, let's see. Victoria says, I flipping love these uh, uniforms. 918, don't care if they run out naked, just need a W. Uh, 405, guess it's a good idea since I no longer recognize the team anymore. Uh, Another one from the 918. I like the new uniforms much better than those putrid alternate red uniforms, plus a cool way to honor Princess Scott. And uh, appreciate TJ Perry up here at the ref for for this assist. He sent me the official release on Soonersports.com, which says, and it answers the question I asked three minutes ago, Saturday's uniform, which means they're wearing it on Saturday, will feature anthracite-colored jerseys, pants and helmets, crimson trim and lettering, and the word together sewn on the collar, the word unity on the back of the jersey nameplate, and an outline of the state of Oklahoma amid a triple stripe on both sleeves. So, unity will be on the back of each player's uh,
0: nameplate on Saturday. All right, everybody, get uh, get your rosters out, get your programs out, because... If you don't know all the numbers on these guys yet, you should. But you know, you're gonna have to pay attention to those a little First more.
1: First down, unity is what <laughs> needs to happen on Saturday, right?
0: Yeah, right. That, that would. Uh, yeah, you gotta know. Gotta know your numbers, folks. So you've got you've got homework between now and kickoff. You got to know all the numbers.
1: Sean sends me uh, sends me something. He says, "What what is this?" Seven million nine hundred eighty-six thousand uniform combinations, zero national championships, and it's uh, zero in the shape of the Oregon logo.
0: Oregon, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, he is that uh, memes in, that memes incredible. Yeah,
1: no, it is incredible. And I, I mean, I, I and I'm kind of side with him on his. way. It doesn't mean that I hate this new uh, alternate uniform. I think it's like most people are saying, a really cool way to honor Princess God. I mean, I think it's really cool. But I'm just not necessarily of the camp that. OU needs a whole lot of alternate uniforms to bring in highly ranked recruiting classes. I just, I I don't, I guess I don't buy into that as much as other people do, but that's just me.
0: Yeah. I think it, I think it really, like we talk about, we just talked about Oregon, right? Like Oregon, kind of the, the aura they want around their program, when you think Oregon, they want you to think Nike, right? That's, they want you to think Nike big money, Nike speed, Nike, you know, on the forefront of, athleticism and athletic apparel things like that so that's why they have so many different really flashy colors everything like that whereas Oklahoma when when we want people to think of Oklahoma we want them to think of success tradition excellence um, blue blood things like that need to pop to your mind and that's why I think they did such a good job by Putting an alternate out, but but by doing it by um, staying within those core common principles that it, uh, the brand that they want to push out. Six two zero area
1: code says this could be way out there. Were these thought to maybe be introduced for Bedlam? But in our current state, they thought they needed to be brought out this Saturday and not wait. I I really don't think so. I really don't think so. You know there there is and there's some on the text line, and, and I I understand it to an extent, Travis, to where anthracite or black or whatever you want to call these uniforms are not – I mean, it's, it's crimson and cream. Those are OU's colors. Like, why are you wearing a color that's not, it's not one of your main colors? So there's, there's a little bit – there's a tiny bit of outrage on that. Well, if you're going to get away with that, you're going to get away with it by playing against – you know, wearing it against KU, right? There is no way that you can wear this jersey when Oklahoma State is orange and black. Like you're basically almost wearing the colors of the uh, in-state rival that's uh, up the highway a little bit. Like I, I don't think that there was probably ever a plane to wear these against Oklahoma State. Then a lot of people would have been mad.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't think they would have picked, I think a couple factors went into it. I, d- I don't think they they picked this specifically um, because of the team's performance because I don't think you I don't think you try and announce something. While the fan base, like I said, is in in, is in kind of a down mood, um, lacking confidence a little bit, but also I think it's because we, you know, you pick and choose. You got some big time, you know, visitors in town on the recruiting front, and that have had this date circled for a while. You knew they were coming to town. So, with that being said, I think that's where you might because these guys, I mean, if they want to, if they're doing their official visits, I mean, they may be taking photos. Their OV photos in the Unity Alternates, which would be the first ever OV photos done in it. So there's something to be said for that. Again, creating content um, that probably led to more opportunities this game. I'm not. I don't think that they would have held it to bedlam.
1: So um, w- one more thing in this press release, one of the suggestions of the Soon athlete group, which featured Pat Fields, Jeremiah Hall, Creed Humphrey, Caleb Kelly, and Chant Sylvie was to create a unity uniform for each of OU's varsity sports. So I, I, like if you're asking, well, where did this idea come from? Where did it originate? It sounds like the original idea, Travis, came from Pat Fields, Jeremiah Hall, Creed Humphrey, Caleb Kelly, and Chance Sylvie. Now, did they actually design these uniforms? It does not say, and I don't know that to be true. But the original idea came from, what, five former players is what it, is what it reads here.
0: Yeah, it's. I I don't know if they had any design, design uh, choice in it. A couple of those guys are uh, well, all those guys are busy now. I don't know they they can take on side projects. I'm not sure if uh, Pat Field, Stanford coaches would appreciate him staying up uh, to to design uniforms for Oklahoma, uh, or that Andy Reid would be too excited about Greed doing it. But you know, it it is what it is. The design, not sure exactly who did it. I hope that that comes out. So. Uh, they can they can get the proper uh, appreciation, but love the idea. Love that it came from them, and hopefully, again, the overarching, you know, idea of all this: go win in them, go play well in them. That's that's what's most important.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's accurate. What's going on at Ash Cigar Bar? And has anyone come up to you and said that they love or absolutely despise these new alternate uniforms?
0: No, no, no harsh uh, opinions on. On the alternate uniforms uh, right now, I feel like we almost just had a, a, a shift change, uh, you know, going out, coming in. It looked like a line change in hockey uh, with the cigar smokers. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll get some thoughts uh, on the jerseys. I I, pers- I personally love them. I love the look of them, but I love the, the story of them and how they release them. I think that's really important uh, from a PR perspective. Um, but yeah, we got three dollar domestics over here. Uh, we got uh, comfortable seating. Old Gunny of Stutsman Armies come through and almost fell asleep in one of the chairs one time. So you got to you got to stay, al- <laughs> nice. stay you got to stay you got to stay alert. So um, yeah, we're over here at 42nd and Sheridan uh, out here right off of Sheridan. Uh, I can see it from here. So uh, come by and hang out.
1: Yeah. All right. More of your text coming up next. We'll get into this OUKU game and a whole lot more. Keep it locked right here on the Ref. We're the home Sooner fans. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, if you have a 24-7 emergency repair, just call Cavens, or better yet, visit them online, CavensConstruction.com. They can do uh, virtually anything for you at your home or your office building. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of the rush. I'm going to read a handful of responses, and then we'll uh, do our best to move on at least for a few minutes. I will not watch the game Saturday Uh, This one says, love those alternate uniforms from Alabama, Penn State, USC, Michigan. Uh, New lights, new uniforms, new coach, new record. Uh, Not a fan of the white trim. Everything else is great. Derek says, think the unis are awesome and something people shouldn't get all bent out of shape about. And let's go with uh, one more. If an alternate uniform sets you off, you have bigger problems as a fan. So, we're kind of uh, all over the board right now on our thoughts about this alternate uniform. Which, the main point, and we've said it a few times, is you better play well in them on Saturday. And whether it's right or it's wrong, that's, you know, most of the time a determining factor on how uh, people feel about these things. But, sure, win on Saturday, but let's see some improvement, Travis Davidson. Because yeah. the improvement has not happened from week to week during this three game losing stretch. In fact, man, you know, even though you know everyone was pretty embarrassed by the way they got beat by Kansas state in in an odd way, the team that we saw against Kansas State that lost seems miles better than the team that we saw last week that lost to texas forty nine nothing. And maybe even the team that we saw against TCU, which sounds which sounds
0: crazy they've they've regressed well. Uh- yeah, I mean, uh, part of it, to be fair, is I think we can all agree that Dylan Gabriel is a better quarterback than Davis bevel. i think i think I think I don't think that's too crazy of a limb to go out on right now. Um, I, I I don't believe Dylan would have been shut out. I don't believe Nick Evers would have been shut out personally. but um even General Booty was supposed to be playing, if not for an allergic reaction that, you know, left him uh, uh, with his vision impaired. So, um, yeah, I, I think again the Damon Harmon and Billy Bowman um, absences have really hit us hard. Uh, back in that safety role, you know, missing your top two guys in a new defense when you're only rushing three, man, you've got to cover guys. You've got you've got you know eight guys to cover four or five route runners, and and they're just not getting it done. Uh, those safeties. So I feel like the I feel like hopefully Billy Bowman is back after the bye, um, and we can start to see the back end of that defense uh, start to be uh, shored up a little bit. Because Damon Harmon was playing some pretty good football yeah. uh, when he got hurt against TCU.
1: I guess the uh, maybe the biggest question with these alternate uniforms is there going to be a left-handed quarterback wearing number eight in them on Saturday. And my guess, if I'm uh, taking away what the tone of the OU football team has been so far this week – I would guess, yes, that Dylan Gabriel will be wearing one of these uniforms and will be starting on Saturday. I'm just wondering when we're going to find out. They're going to have a lot better idea tomorrow uh, whether he's going to play or not. I wonder if this is another situation, Travis, where we don't really find out until the day of the game or right before kickoff if he's playing or not.
0: Oh, yeah, I I totally think. there's. It's very rare, Tyler, to have the opportunity to – have the opponent have to prepare for two quarterbacks. I mean, I'm not sure after the performance on Saturday how much preparation that they would put in, maybe maybe against the Wildcat or something like that, which I do think I do think that they should keep in. I think Absolutely. they should just keep, keep some of that in, in your back pocket because Dylan in that, if you just had to split him out, you can still run that. I mean, you've got the personnel to do it, and that's the thing that actually impressed me with that was, I mean, we averaged 5.8 yards per carry, in the, in in the first half and 5.78 yards per play when we snapped it out of the wildcat and we saw Davis Bevel split out but you know that that defender was definitely just looking at the backfield so you're essentially running against 10 in the box and you're still able to pick up yards um man I think once Dillon gets back uh this run game is still going to continue to to grow leaps and bounds because they've really looked good uh, all things considered so with Dylan, you know, I wouldn't announce it. I think it would be silly to. But also, you know, you talked about, you know, everybody out of the OU program makes it seem like Dylan's playing. Well, that same OU program had him warm up against Texas. So can we really believe any anything we're hearing right now out of that program as far as it becomes to Dylan's availability? Fair point.
1: Brent from Jinx says the new alternate uniforms look great and what they stand for are even better. People get so up in arms about traditional uniforms – However, the original OU uniforms were either all red or all white with a stripe on the helmet and three stripes on the sleeve and didn't say anything about them. What we use today is nothing close to traditional, but I love today's uniforms and the new alternate is great, hashtag boomer. Um, This one says, if you're not going to play like the Sooners, might as well not look like the Sooners. And this one's saying, yeah, Gabriel's going to look good in them with a uh, tongue out uh, emoji there. So, yeah, I, look, I, I think everyone's on the same page here, right? You're somewhat optimistic, maybe even very optimistic about Saturday's game if Dylan Gabriel plays, but we're all on the same page. If Dylan Gabriel, for some reason, doesn't play, then it's going to be hard for a lot of OU fans to think that they can win on Saturday based on what we saw against Texas. It's just going to be yeah, hard to sustain if, an offense throughout that, that could beat a team like KU.
0: If – and – if Davis Bevel walks out, just based on what I heard, you know, in the Cotton Bowl, based on, you know, the boos that we heard any time he ran uh, to go take the snap as opposed to running to the wide receiver position, I would argue that, Tyler, if Davis Bevel trots out there with the first-team offense, that we will hear the loudest boos that that stadium's ever heard. Well, you're right, and that's it's
1: why you can't do it. It's not fair no, to the fans. It's not. It's not fair to anyone at this point if you throw out Davis Bevel. And that's why I asked Parker yesterday, but I think it's a good question. Do we ever see Davis Bevel take a snap at OU? And I think that the answer to that is, I mean, unless it's a completely dire situation and there's no one else to play, I think the answer to that is definitely a no during a home game because if he trots out there, what you say is exactly what's going to happen. The only way, and I say the only way we see Davis Bevel ever take a snap at OU is is if it's on the road, and I don't even know if you see that. So I I, I honestly, man, I don't know if we ever see him back in a game again.
0: Yeah, and and it it is really unfortunate um, that General Booty couldn't go because of that vision issue that has been since recovered from. He's fine now. You'd like to think, Tyler, that General Booty is now slotted as QB2, and we would see him – uh, barring any catastrophe um, you know for the rest of the season because um, I, I mean that was a lot of I mean imagine having your game plan already a tough game plan that had bevel starting um, and then having kind of a, a plan B wrinkle type situation with um, the Willis cat, if you will. but then but then saying, you know what if if Davis still looks tough, you know we'll turn to general Booty and all of a sudden the morning of the game, you, you look and oh general booty just can't go like he can't he can't see so with that i just can't i can't imagine that that was that was easy for for levy to do and and you know again i think even when you're splitting him out as a wide receiver that's not you're not gaining anything it's 10 on 11 at that point. At least put somebody out there that that. The only thing is, threat. is it you to change
1: personnel? There? Though, like if if, if you don't oh, get sub, that. you know, it's it's maybe you feel better about not your numbers necessarily, but what personnel the defense has on the field.
0: No, I understand that, but even like a Nick Evers type situation where you know you could you could maybe I mean Bevel they ran it to his side one time, and there were actually there were twice. One time they ran him out there and he got in the way. And the, I think it was it was on that Jaleel Farouk um, that the, I think our biggest offensive play of the day. I think he basically had like run over Bevel, and then another time he just didn't touch anybody the entire time. And I think his guy was in on the tackle. So um, I d- I do think that I, I do think again our overarching point of this is that Davis Bevel is likely done taking snaps. Yep. Um, at, at the University of Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, and um, I, that, that, that should be the case, honestly, because, what, 38 total yards in a game against Texas at OU, that's, I mean, everyone can agree here that that's, that's not acceptable. That cannot happen inside the Cotton Bowl. All right, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions. Text line, more coming up next right here on The Ref. Uh, the new alternate uniforms. OU Kansas. OU up to number three in the 2023 recruiting rankings. Uh, yeah, it's OU football galore today on the show, like it is uh, every other day. But Wednesday is always an interesting day, Travis, because I feel like it's the the real, the, really the first day of the week where you start to look ahead to Saturday and you start to see some scores out there nationally of what some people are uh, thinking. Jerry Palm of CBS is picking KU in an upset on Saturday, Um, but a couple of other guys from 24-7 who pick games every single week. One has OU 38, KU 35. Another has uh, OU 35, KU 27. So not really anyone picking OU to cover at this point, but there are people out there picking OU to uh, win for the first time since they played in Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: Hey, I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take a lead for the first time since Lincoln, kidding. Nebraska. How about that? time? Yeah,
1: I, I know. Uh, if OU has a lead, are, are people just going to jump out of their seats and go crazy, or not know what to do with their hands or anything? I don't know. What, I don't know what to do
0: once they get a lead. I'll tell you what, man. Well, we'll man, we might have a lead. We're going to be wearing alternates. Going to be no names on the back. Like it's. It's going to be a wild time. I can't wait for uh, 11 o'clock Saturday. I, 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 we, will be, uh, we will be live from uh, um, the parking lot right outside there, uh, right outside Balfour, uh, um, Campus Corner, doing some pregame. And I'm sure we'll talk about alternates more that day.
1: Oh I'm sure 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. We'll be at Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner on Saturday. So uh, if you're coming to the football game on Saturday, you're coming to hang out on Campus Corner before the game, uh, come check us out there. All right, more Sooner football on the other side. Keep it locked right here on the ref. We are the homeless Sooner fans.